Okay. Well, I don't know if we have anything for the opening. Triple H? Whoa! That's, Does Triple uh, H have a catchphrase? I'm gonna Google it. Alright, <laughs> welcome back to Plans us. Are Optional. I think it's, I'm Andrew. We have Triple H, apparently, which is an awful nickname. I do not endorse this at all. And then uh, we have Marty here, finally, holding up the whole show again. Woo! And this week, we have Canadian Neil. Hello. He's made a return. You, we should have just played it off as he was, as if he was Neil. Yeah. For the whole Neil's, episode. He yeah. should have just been Neil. <laughs> I'm just Neil. <laughs> well, I fixed my mic, guys. Because <laughs> then, so we'll, we'll see. Because then we could we'll have given Neil shit about, about the audio was the best it's ever been. Like, <laughs> Especially in your review. Okay, Triple H has a catchphrase and it's stupid. No, no, look, calm down. What? Hold on to the catchphrase. We got to tell them what this podcast is about. It's and about it's Canadian Neil's Triple job. I should have prepared this, this, for this. this. I knew episode. this was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, if they go on there, totally going to ask me to th- say the thing. Um, it actually brings up one of my gripes. Because uh, your guys' uh, <laughs> introductions are largely accurate, but there's one part that's vitally part, one vital part that's missing is Neil and his uh, children in the background. Because often the introduction is, <laughs> "Oh, it's just a group of friends hanging out at a bar, having some beer, and having some conversation." It's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine, that's all good, that's pretty accurate. But why does Neil have his kids at the bar? Why did Neil bring his kids? The bar to the has bar? daycare, and uh, it's Neil, and sometimes us playing Scriblio with them. Yeah, I mean, Scooby that probably happens at a lot of bars these days. So I guess that. this is why we have you on is because you have so many gripes to come so come at gripes. us with. Yeah, I mean that was that was one of the main ones. <laughs> you know, oh, okay. I, I do <laughs> want to say this I, when, but tonight Peter, it's not a daycare. Peter, when Adults I only when I got your name wrong and called you Neil like the first time that you came on oh, here, yeah. and it stuck. I felt so bad. <laughs> and then this intro has just proved that sometimes you are like Neil, and so it fits. Oh, no, it, and I don't feel bad anymore. No, it's not not at all. It was like surprisingly a lot of similarities between Neil and I. I was like, oh, yeah. we both work in tech. We both have similar interests in, uh, well, music and video games and all sorts of other things. He's they a little bit older me. than I am. They both love Andrew. Yeah. I'm not this British, whole podcast but I revolves soccer. around knowing Andrew, Andy, not Andrew. So I, I, I no longer feel bad because uh, it fits. Not as bad no. as Hannah probably feels about Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will se- now I think it's I'll funny. Se- I'll segue that into uh, the episode one nine two podcast review. Oh, Almost perfect. farmers only live. Yeah, so there's like a live podcast review this time. Uh, so oh, perfect. Episode 192 was probably the funniest episode to date. I think Whoa. it was. It was a, it's in recent memory the episode I've laughed at the most. Uh, some, some notable highlights is Marty, you work for a nonprofit. And I'm failing to remember some of the context of it, but I remember I was driving to work and busting myself laughing coming down into the city. <laughs> and then. Uh, as I was alluded to before, uh, who wants to date a farmer? It's an awkward pause. I'm a farmer. <laughs> uh, uh, other pros are uh, Neil chastising his kids in the background. 
It's like, I'm recording. <laughs> it has all the highlights, all the hits, man. And uh, the captain obnoxious was a, was, that was a top quality uh, segment. Andrew getting up and leaving, leaving uh, his computer and everyone getting real confused. <laughs> well, as, as if I was there, I was like, yeah, where's he going? As, as of everybody who, who gets up in the middle of the podcast, I think Andrew. I think that might have been the first time in four years Andrew's so. gotten up in the middle of the podcast. There's a couple of times so where he's the, gone quiet, and I can't tell if he's still there or not from listening. He's but, usually there. Yeah. I, well, I'm here. I'm not always here, but I'm here. But yeah, no, there. the jersey actually came. I get, uh, we so it was like a gift between me and her brother and i gave it to her yesterday when she was on her family call and she couldn't stop laughing about it she's pretty stoked to have it it's so she's good she's gonna be she's gonna be wearing it this weekend so that's right hopefully uh <laughs> I don't know, it, it should be good there we go uh and so cons from episode 192 there was uh, no marty love life details sorely lacking it's okay, we got some Marty Love Life. I don't think we were all recording, though, so let me reiterate what Marty said before we started. Uh, he's had more jobs and he's had dates in the last 12 years, folks. So, Marty Love Life Corner. Uh, yeah. Slash work go. life. Uh, <laughs> Wait. Uh, and then it comes, there was, there was no This Damn House mini segment update. There's nothing oh, going yeah. on at anyone's houses these days. I mean, that's kind of a big Tom was segment. Tom there? I don't think Tom was in the last episode. Tom wasn't there. We can't have this damn house without Tom. Yeah. And he's like been in Virginia or something, so he might not be up to date. He has to get that fucking bar in, though. Uh, that's what I yeah, want to hear the about. the bar does sound quite nice. Uh, really and then cool. the other con, as mentioned before we started recording today, is uh, Marty almost read the wrong book for book club, but Hannah had to <laughs> correct him. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Overall, it was uh, quite an enjoyable episode to listen to. So, for any of our book clubs, have you actually read the book? Nope. I feel like I've got enough out of hearing you guys talk about it. <laughs> I do feel like I've read the queue, and I haven't. <laughs> and there was that book about the guy. I don't know. I can't remember, he had a weird Oscar name. Wow? Yeah, wow. The wow guy. That book was weird. Yeah. I didn't love it. <laughs> I think we we haven't really picked a book club book that we've really like been psyched about. So you're really like dodging bullets and just waiting to hear us complain about the book. Because <laughs> you're otherwise you would have read it and been like, meh. No, uh, I don't have time for reading books. Mm. Well, I started this this one. It's not terrible so far, but it's like is it better than the fantasy? Q? Oh yeah, yeah, it's way better. Than okay, the Q. I almost feel like I should read the Q just to know how bad it is. It's bad. But I've read a lot of bad books. I get the idea, but like, I don't know if I have the right reference point. It's just about people standing so, in a line, correct? And yeah, it's apocalypse. That's, that's basically it. Right? Because I hate yeah. apocalypse it, stuff. It's dystopian. I hate dystopian. We already live in a um, disaster. Oh, calm down. No. Tell us how you really feel. Peter, when was I the last time do. you were on this podcast? Uh, I don't know. Six months ago, maybe? Was it really that that recent might have been a year ago it's hard to keep track of time i was in my there's office. a large difference between six months and a year yeah i'm trying to remember what temperature what the temperature was in my office because it's not insulated so oh god in the winter it gets very cold 
It's an uninsulated garage that's been like converted into a faux living space. And so the exterior walls don't have insulation. So when it gets cold, it just gets cold in there. As it do in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, the that's where I store all my beer. And so when it gets to be like yeah. minus 20 outside, it starts getting below zero in the garage and bottles start being, getting a little cold. So fortunately, there, Which, is a, there is a heater in my office, but if an electric heater just pumping out heat into an uninsulated room is a great way to burn away my retirement savings. There you go. <laughs> hey, I did, I did see that there is a space heater that will mine Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. And so it, it costs like $1.60 to... Oh, you pay to, for it with Bitcoin? So while it's on, it will mine Bitcoin. But in order for it to function, it, like over an eight-hour day, it costs like $1.60. But what it mines, it actually like made $1.20 in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's even less energy efficient in the end. Well, you're getting free heat. By so it like it's generating heat. Costs but then you sixty you're getting cents some to of the value back. Yeah, but, but but as far as energy efficiency, when it comes to mining Bitcoin, it's yeah and... not really efficient anymore. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, sister's husband, uh, he has a giant mining operation in his garage. So he's got like racks of computers mining stuff, and then when the value of and the value of the coins is not worth it. He's like, I got to shut them off. I'm just wasting electricity now. I'm not getting my money back. Oh, but God. Consequently, when it was going on the upswing, he was making money. And then he would just leave the garage, leave the door open from the garage into the house, just heat the whole house. All right. So that's efficiency. You don't need a space heater. You just need more computers. Yeah. So I do have my mm-hmm. little work PC on my desk next to me. And if I'm compiling stuff or running some complex algorithm it does get warmer and will blow the warm air towards me but (laughs) most of the time just sitting idle well the reason why i was asking last time you're on i just is there any updates we need to know about you um since last time okay i'll have a a, and this damn house northern canada section (laughs) or a segment uh the siding on my house finally got finished it only took 14 months. I was say, I feel like we talked about this maybe last time you were on a year ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it turns out, so the, the siding guy I got, he was good, but he's very slow. And he lives in Vancouver, which is like 80 kilometers away. It's like almost 50 miles. And so, yeah, it takes like an hour, an hour and a half for him to drive up here. Um, and he was working alone. So he's like the only one doing all of the work. And that was fine. It was slow going. And then he yeah. started last fall, kind of, but then we had a quite a wet winter or quite a wet, wet fall. So he's not able to be up on the metal roof really when it's wet. A little, little hazardous. So I'm like, okay, well, we got as much done as we could. We'll wait till the spring. So the spring rolls around and I call him in May. And I'm like, hey, all right, you want to, you come in to finish up? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then some stuff happened and I didn't hear from him for a while. And eventually I heard from him and I'm like, what was, what's going on? Like it's, it's been six months and you haven't been here. Like I have all your yeah. tools in my garage still and my house, my house is half done. What, what's going on? And so his, his baby mama's partner killed himself and his mo- baby mama couldn't look after their kid anymore. So he had to look after their kid. So I was all like, right. oh, yeah, Drama. okay, well, that's understandable. Let me know. So basically once the kid was 
back in school. He didn't have to look after the kid all day. Then he could come up. Well, you did have all his tools hostage, too, apparently. So he had to come back. And if I got a nice piece of, like, juicy gossip as an excuse, I would accept it. Marty's just that is a tragedy, and you're calling that juicy gossip. It's the why are you smiling while saying that, Marty? It's hot goss. <sighs> Do you want to? Okay, this is a terrible story. Did you ever hear about this, Marty? It happened at Walla Walla, but this is way before I met you. It was my junior year. Um, I remember this because I was taking OCAM that year, and um, maybe two days before the final spring quarter so we've already had a whole fucking year of it a guy in my class died by suicide partially because of ochem slash thinking he won't get into medical school which you probably won't if you don't pass ochem but you don't have to be a doctor and that really put a pall on every fucking thing i thought you were gonna say you probably won't get into medical school medical school (laughs) if you kill yourself well that too but um i thought that's where you're going no i'm just saying uh like finals already are weird and that one was like especially awkward because do you know dr craig no never mind all right sometimes you know people from where i went to school that is true is that not the premise of the film there's a film from like is it dead, man, like, dead man on campus? Or you kill like your roommate or something? You, kill your roommate you get thing, straight yeah. A's. Yeah. You yes. get your roommate. You don't kill your roommate. You get your roommate himself? to commit suicide. And you go Oh, yeah. You kill him. A's. You go to jail. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So it did, it did not cancel the final. It, so um, my university did not have that policy in place. It was actually very sad because he also had a wife. But I think. As you do. When I don't, oh, you were married in college, attending that university. I wasn't married. I married after I graduated, and then I got divorced to go back to school. That's not the only reason. Yeah, why. get the story straight, Marty. Come on, Marty. How do you not know my entire fucking history by now? Anywho, the Peter, other, what, what, what yeah, continue? The other update more with the uh, the Stan House Part Two is uh, we had so much snow last winter that. I'm not sure if this was before or after I was on the podcast, but we had so much snow on the new roof that all of the weight from the snow broke the sewage vent pipe that goes up through through the roof. That snapped off in the middle of winter, and there was just a hole in my roof to outside. So that caused a great amount of stress in January last year. Um, so in the summer, I got some proper metal roofing experts from up here to... Well, they, also, the, the snow was so heavy that it broke all the gutters off the side of the house. Jeez. So I was like, okay, I'm going to need to get someone up here who knows actually what they're doing, because apparently the original guys were just useless. So some Australian roofers that live up here came, in up, came up and did the roof. Or, uh, they redid the gutters, redid all the snow guards around the house, and kind of just fixed up a lot of the deficiencies. Um, <laughs> they were working on the house when my sister came to visit. And it was like mega hot out. And she shows my sister shows up and she's like, um, there's a bunch of shirtless Australian men in your yard. <laughs> <laughs> and this one guy, like, he, he was there all week. And my sister's like, I don't think he owns a shirt. <laughs> you never saw him with a shirt. <laughs> uh, it was pretty, pretty amazing. Your sister's like, I gotta come visit more often. Well, yeah. Apparently she came every day that week because she knew he hadn't worn a shirt this whole time. Yeah. Well, she, she was 
three hours away. So she stayed the whole week. <laughs> I don't to think I've ever had anyone come work on my far. house with their shirt off. To be far. Well, I mean, um, nobody else. Okay. I, I haven't done a lot of roofing, but like the there. week I've done it, it's awful. It's so hot. It's really hot yeah. up there. But like, I don't know. What if you like fall down or something? You would get. You think a shirt's gonna save you? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Not off the roof or something, but if you like fall, like it doesn't seem safe to me for some reason. It's like cooking bacon with no clothes on. Yeah, like just one thin layer will help, right? <laughs> it's more I don't know, Marty. Does one thin anything. layer help? Um, cooking bacon or roofing? I don't know. How about, How about on a motorcycling? motorcycle? Oh, oh, oh it, it 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 helped. <laughs> I I definitely uh I I I, I would have had less knee if I didn't have at least. Um, I don't think so. I wouldn't trust. How would you trust Marty on this argument? I don't know. Because my other I'm thought was it, it might have made it worse because you put more like gene material into the wound if you if you were pantsless and you don't have to worry about the foreign material besides all the gravel. So I guess it doesn't really matter. My knee is tingling <laughs> like through this conversation. I don't like it. Let's move on. If you like be able to start telling when the rain's coming or something. Yeah, I don't. I don't love it. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Uh. But as with the Sam House uh, tradition, there's still some issue with one of the gutters. Water is getting out the back of the gutter somehow. So the Australian roofers, when they're back from Australia at the end of the month, are going to come take a look, see if they can oh. figure out what the deal is. They might wear a shirt this time, though. Yeah, it's the probably wear a shirt. It's kind of cold. Well, we'll see if he owns a shirt is what this will well, be. Well, the, the owner does. It's one of his employees just... just carefree and just soaking up the sun it sounds very in my idea very stereotypical australian but i don't really know anything about australians uh, i think that guy actually was from from canada well that makes it worse other, two of the other guys were I mean, uh, australian <laughs> okay oh, we're caught up the other thing that yeah. we need uh brewer brews because one of the episodes um andrew reviewed some of your homebrew are you still brewing i am still brewing uh just produced a lovely uh it's a blue matcha cider so it's a fairly dry cider base but flavored with the butterfly pea flower petals which is like a blue flower uh and they make it is this like the lacroix ciders yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) So it makes this like really strong blue color um, and just add that to the cider while it was brewing and let that steep there for a couple of months uh, and bottled it. And it turned a little bit more purple uh, in the bottle, but you, you pour it out and you're like, oh yeah, this liquid's a little dark. <laughs> this liquid seems off. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's nice. Uh, I've got a whole bunch of other stuff I need to do pick, but I haven't, haven't got around to it. My kegerator exploded on me earlier this year, so been was I take it it was in the garage. Yeah, battle to it. Yeah, I think it got hot, and then the compressor was just running all the time trying to keep it cold. It's just like nah, now I'm what? done. I went in there one day and I went to have a beer, and I'm like, hmm, doesn't seem all that cold. 
<laughs> then went back and was like, oh yeah, this whole thing's warm in here. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh no. So I called a repair company and they're like, how much was this fridge? I'm like, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks. They're like, yeah, just throw it out. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't repair that? They're like, no, we don't repair it. Just throw it out. So I salvaged all the parts off of it and just threw the shell out. So got all the extra taps now and all of the the, um, the tubes and adapters for fitting pizza, the pieces in. Nice. So I either need to find a little mini fridge and then just bolt all the stuff back onto a new mini fridge or just just pay the extra couple hundred bucks and just get the whole thing all over again. Then I'll have spares. All so right. We'll I like it. Yeah, it's a project for the spring, I guess. Always with the projects. I love it. Oh, it's, I mean, that, that is owning a house is, is endless projects. Mm-hmm. So why even do any? I know. I'm just going to let um, it fall around around my ears. Ho- hopefully increase property value. That's the, that's, that's the <laughs> only reason. Make this place worth more for, for my retirement. Okay. The second yeah. time you brought after, a retirement. After trying so. to heat your office, you really got to fix up the house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, one of my coworkers retired uh, earlier this year, no, last year. Yeah, last year. Uh, same my age. He's 41. What? Fully retired now. Oof, that yeah, makes me sad. Like if, you, if you live frugally and you have a, a decent income and get in at the ground floor at a company that ends up being successful, oh. uh, you can retire at 41. I didn't do any of those things. Do show. I know this friend? Uh, Julian? Did you meet Julian? Oh, I've met Julian, yeah. Yeah, so he's retired now. That wasn't who I was thinking of, though. Uh, Yog? No. Oh, uh, I, I was no. thinking of, uh, oh, what's his name, Dan? Oh, Dan. Uh, Dan is not retired. Um, he worked on Fortnite for a couple of years and made yeah. so much money. That, think, that's why I was figuring. He, was, he kept trying to leave Epic because he wanted to get out of Seattle. He wanted to come back to Vancouver. And he was like, yeah, I know. They just keep sending me checks with Fortnite money. So I would be stupid to go anywhere right now. <laughs> uh, but eventually he came back up to uh, back up to Vancouver. He came back to work uh, with us at Clay for a little while. Oh, good. Yeah, so he's... Well, if you ever see him, let him know he made the best damn whiskey sour I've ever had. Ooh. That's true. It's a good friend to yeah. have. Yeah, I do love yeah. Let him know sour. that Andy also thinks he should be retired. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's who his mind retire. jumped to. Because <laughs> he also lived very frugally and had a uh, high-paying job, and he when he well when he got his job down at Epic, he moved down to Seattle, and he was like, "I guess I should buy an apartment." And he didn't have any credit because he never had a credit card, but he had all the cash for the property, but- so he went to go buy the apartment with cash, and all of like the financial tracking. Like red flags went up, and they were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's the history of this money? Like, where did this cash come from? You can't just—it's very you can't suspicious. Just buy something with cash, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, "This is clearly drug money. Like, you must have smuggled this." And he's like, "No, it came out of my bank account." <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, that's just it. I remember going to his apartment one time, and really, all he had there was enough. Like, he had the ingredients for whiskey sours and a bike. <laughs> In his apartment. That was it. There you go. Well, I mean. I don't know where he slept. What else do you need in Seattle? You sleep at other people's houses. bed? 
But if you have uh, nothing else to do, I guess you do. You put all your focus on a whiskey sour. You learn how to make the best whiskey sour. You know, I, I, he probably had that Tinder line, that profile. You said I've had more that, whiskey but... sours than I've had jobs the last twelve years. No, the the one that you that's sent. Marty, the, how many jobs have you had in the past? The ones, years? the one that you sent the about the scooter. Oh, like the scooter and the pooter. <laughs> I forgot what it was. <laughs> I'm just saying. But he doesn't have a scooter. He has a bike, so it doesn't count. I'd let it count. I'm just Anyways, trying to Marty, help your many, Tinder. How, yeah, Marty, how many jobs have you had in the past twelve years? Uh, I, I can think of about three. The frugal, the frugal. Counting this guy one. Epic. But it's now my mind is there, and I have to figure it out. All right, so I've had three main jobs in twelve years. Um, Are we counting side jobs here? Do you want to count side jobs? I don't know. I don't think Did it makes a difference in the comparison, but it de- it really doesn't. So um, <laughs> I've worked at uh, three wineries, um, another bartending job, wine tour job, and. I guess you can say I'm a consultant, so that's six, so I'd say nine jobs since Hannah's known me. I haven't had a single real job since you've known me. <laughs> <laughs> and you've still had more dates than me. <laughs> and look, you, how, look how good it's gotten me. You've had more serious and significant relationships and gotten, and broken up and gotten another one than I have. Yeah, and I just feel like it was a waste of time, so you maybe dodged a bullet. What happened to your hand, Marty? I was mostly distracted by that while you were counting. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, uh, I've, I have psoriasis that uh, flares up on my oh. pinky um, when I'm stressed, so it, I'm having a flare up. So You did say you have Monday's a stressful cool, like, meeting day. I, I jumped a chain link fence and cut my hand. I fell off my motorcycle. Uh, you sorry. know, that been- <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes the joke is just like, I need to go for like less low hanging fruit. I need to like extend myself. You know Try. what? I, I wish you would fall off the motorcycle, Hannah. I will never get on the motorcycle. Because then that means you could have gone for a ride with us. So. Well, we were both had to make it to Vegas. <laughs> Neither one of us did. <laughs> I'm like really worried because I'm gonna go down to LA when I'm flying in like two weeks, and I'm really worried that something's gonna happen. I'm not gonna make it to LA either, and there's just something in the world that wants me to stay in Woodland forever. So, have we brought this up? You're going to LA. Are you you gonna meet up with Neil? No, you might know where Neil lives more. I'm going to Burbank. I don't know anything about LA. I won't have a car. Let's put it this way. Neil drove. Burbank is northeast of him, maybe half an hour oh, at most. It's not Neil, bad. Neil drove to Palm Springs he to meet up to with Palm me. Palm Springs to meet with you. Um, and you're like, going closer. That's true, because I don't really know what we're doing there. And she did throw out, would you like to go to Knott's Berry Farm? And I was like, if I have to. <laughs> but <laughs> it's her birthday, so it's like... And so I, I'm thinking if they do go to what's what's Knott's Berry's farm? What's that? It's like a it's an amusement park. It's an amusement park, a lesser Disneyland. It's, why is it called a farm? I think it used to. Be. I think used they make like jam and stuff there too. I think there's I heard Knott's a podcast once about this place, and I was like, oh, wait, hold on. 
It's actually a farm. So I'm the only one here that doesn't know it was an amusement park? Yeah. Think, think so. of it think of it like the equivalent What's of Silverwood, Andrew. That seems like a good yeah. But Silverwood theme park doesn't make it sound like a farm. Yeah. I think Silverwood's bigger than Knott's Berry Farm, but it's That's not that's not the that's not what I'm arguing here. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about the size. I'm just saying that's what it is. And it I think it used to be like strawberry farmland or raspberries. I'm pretty sure or something they made like. jam. Yeah. I'm tr- trying to figure this out. That whole area is known for produce. Uh, well, so ThemeParkTribune.com does say Knott's Berry Farm is a worthy addition to your Disneyland trip, but I also hate Disneyland, so. Well, I had a great time at Disneyland. That place was magical. It is magical. It's not the kind of magic I like. Um, but anyway. What is the magic you like, Hannah? The witchy bullshit. 100%. 100%. Oh, Chris Angel. Definitely Chris Angel. <laughs> Tight pants, yes! Escaping, ghosting. <laughs> um, Hold on, are you talking about ghosting or ghosts? Actually, ghost. I love ghosts. I wish <laughs> okay. they were real. Um, yeah, because I haven't planned this out at all because it's her birthday. Her and her husband's making a lot of plans. I don't really know what we're doing besides getting a tattoo. We have that thing f- figured out, but um, honestly, Peter, do you have any tattoos? I do not. Well, d- don't I... start because you'll want a lot. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I do want to start. So I have an Australian friend. We're talking. Sorry, does he we're, have a shirt? Quick tangent. I've never seen him without a shirt, actually. But <laughs> oh, we are you sure he's Australian? Not anymore. Huh. Now that you bring it up. But uh, last time I saw him was back in October, and we're talking about tattoos, and he doesn't have one. And his wife's like, you guys should get tattoos together. I'm like, yes, 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 we should. And so I was trying to think of all these great ideas. Like, one idea was a bald eagle fighting a kangaroo. Uh, <laughs> that and, is so good. But then, it is good. But then I was like, here's what we need to do. We need to get ta- tattoos of toilets, but flushing in opposite oh. directions. Oh, my God. And then it's... he wanted to be a... I thought it was good too, but then he was poo pooed the idea by saying, "Our no, <laughs> just go down." <laughs> Anyways, well, sorry, I didn't mean to. I'm getting a tattoo with story. one of my best friends, and we're getting it based on, you know, our well, like we met in Walla Walla, so it's kind of a throwback to then. And have I told you what we're getting as the tattoo? A vine. No. Grape grapevine. No. Um, You're in the right hmm. idea, though. Oh, oh, sweet We're onions. We're getting onions. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I'll have a fucking dead mouse and an onion on my body in like two weeks. <laughs> that is a staple of the biological like well, we uh, microscope wanted- thing is onion cells. I didn't even think about that because she's not a biologist, but she's like we met at Walla Walla. She was probably there seven of the ten years I was there back and forth. And so she wanted her idea was something from that time. And the only thing. She said onion, and I was like, I can't think of anything better. The only thing I can think of now is onion, and I want an onion tattoo. So. Peter, I'll get a... The bulb, or is it going to be like a slice of It's going to be the bulb, but it's a little bit of roots and a little bit of um, leaves. Foliage. Foliage. Uh, Yeah. yeah. um, So it's going to be like a nice like botanical drawing of it. Peter, I was going to say, I'll get a tattoo of a beaver tail if you get a tattoo of an elephant ear. I think they'll just be two ovals with some sprinkles like, on top. 
Yeah, but we'll tell them they're different. You can write. People be like, whoa, that's a weird birthmark. Why, why a beaver tail? <laughs> what am I missing here? Is that like a snack? It's, that's what they call uh, elephant ears up in Canada, apparently. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's just like a, a flatbread thing with cinnamon and sugar all over it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I thought you were going to like tie in the beaver tail with Giardia and be like, oh, yeah. Hannah. I thought you were going to tie in the beaver tail with like a bald eagle and there'd be like a kangaroo and a beaver and a bald eagle and this whole. Nope. Um, Rock, paper, scissors. Deep fried. Deep fried Goodness dough. from a fairy. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Andrew was up here about 10 years ago. <laughs> uh, we went up to Whistler and we went to got beaver, got beaver tails in the Whistler village. But, like, you could also eat beaver tail. I think could so. You? I think so, yeah. which is what I was thinking of. It sounds terrible. Well, have you ever smelled a dead beaver? No, but anything dead is that's been sitting out for a while is not going to smell good. It's like the castor glands get used for all yeah. sorts of fragrances. Oh, it has extra glands to make it bad. Holy shit. It's real bad. Man, I, I feel like one of my cats... This is not a good story. We can move on. Um, no, it's okay. <laughs> I have another just not as good story coming up later. So, Well, I was like, I was on Tuesday, I was in the living room reading my book because I had nothing to do because I haven't started my job yet. And I was just like in the living room and I was like, oh, I smell something. And I don't know what the smell is. And then I like literally went around, it took me like half an hour. I'd get up. I'd walk a couple steps, the smell would go away, I'd come back to the couch, the smell would be back, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, Sarah and Kirk had come over like two days prior to watch the Vikings game and to play games, and I was like, did it smell like this the whole fucking time that they were here? Because this is terrible. And I finally figured out it was the blanket that I have on the couch, and I, I, I guess the cats maybe expressed an anal gland on it or something. They've never, They've never done that before. It's a smell I've never smelled before, but I'm just like, it It really took up most of my Tuesday afternoon, <laughs> but I don't have a job, so I can it? really fill it. I can really fill that day. <laughs> yeah, so how did you clean it? Uh, I just washed it. Oh. I okay. spent, I was like on the ground. I was looking for like old food. There was that time that Wobbles brought in a lizard that I've never found, so I thought maybe the lizard was finally rotting. <laughs> no, I didn't find the lizard. <laughs> I found a really, really old piece of a um, pirate's booty. You're, but... you're painting a very disgusting picture of your living quarters. Ah, uh, there's there is a <laughs> there is a dead lizard somewhere in this house, unless it's been eaten. Your no, it's been eaten. View of your apartment does not match uh, the description of random animals that are decaying in the background. <laughs> I know, and I was like, when I was recording on Thursday, I was like, Sarah, did my house smell like? weird shit like no so they must have done something on monday or tuesday morning but like that was, it was probably what a dead beaver smells like <laughs> is but i never had that experience with cats anal glands before it has to be what it is there was nothing on the blanket i'm having yeah, a really was, exciting oh, life yeah. waiting for my job to start <laughs> <laughs> and I sent an email uh, I sent an email today to be like, hey, the update. And like she's like, Oh yeah, I just emailed this person, whatever. So no, I'm not ready yet. But like she's like, 
the woman that works in the office is like, yeah, the faculty are like really taking on all of her duties and they're going to get really burnt out. And I'm like, I still don't know what my fucking duties are. But whatever. <laughs> hmm. Maybe, Anyways. maybe by Wednesday. <laughs> no, sorry. I don't know. Let's not make any promises. Wednesday? Well, I, we can check in with you on Wednesday. Because, like, it's been set. It will take two days, I guess, to get stuff rolling if it's been approved and it should be approved. But if I start Wednesday, then I'll be like, okay, cool. I like it'll next Wednesday. I'm like, I'm leaving for a week. So nice to see you guys. Bye. Because I'm going. But I thought I would at least have been at this job for a while before I like went away on. And I still have my stupid car doing stupid shit. Let's hear your dumb story. Oh, um, what? So I know Marty has seen Letter Kenny. Have you seen it, Peter? Yeah, I've you, seen Hannah? a couple episodes. I haven't seen it. To be fair, is it? Uh, to be fair, Criminal Minds. Nope, it's not Criminal Minds. You should watch it. It's better. Oh, no, I need to watch Stargate. That just and it's quicker. Me. Letter Kenny's quicker. You'll get through Letter Kenny like this. I think it I've only seen true, the quick. first season. Is it? Um... Each season's like six episodes long, and they're twenty-minute yeah. episodes. Yeah. Oh, that Anyways, seems manageable. I've been reading a it's lot. It's manageable. They just had a new season that came out here around the holidays, and it's is pretty good. It was, but there, there's an episode in there, and the episode revolves around uh, what's the best kind of chip? Oh yeah! And I never ran into this chip in Canada. I haven't either. I've oh, never heard this? of it before. Yeah. Well, what think? What would it be? Well, a Canadian chip what is that the best us Americans chip? won't know. Ketchup. Old, you wouldn't have old Dutch chips. Like, is it the brand? Yeah, no, all all dressed chips. No, oh, all dressed. The flavor. What? <laughs> the flavor. Yeah, the flavor. Yeah. The, the the flavor of chip. All yeah, dressed. Yeah, all dressed. We don't yeah, have no. that. Oh yeah, no. I thought you were. I thought you were asking if it was a brand. What brand you hadn't heard of? Yeah. yeah no, all, of course you can have different have brands. All, yeah, yeah. All dressed are great. It's kind of like a, um, a more vinegary barbecue. Ooh, no, gross. it's that it's like the equivalent great. of going to a fountain soda drink and putting a little bit of each soda yeah, yeah, a little bit of everything in the like, cup. I was so excited to try one until you just said that. Oh no, it's it's great. What uh, part it's, made you not like that? That's not a great. It's vinegar. As well. It's sweet and spicy and vinegary. It hits all the taste. It kind of yeah. sounds like vomit, but crunchy. Ah, uh, it's good. Well, that's different I'm, from vomit. I'm still gonna try it. Anyways, yeah, no, I'm planning. It's, it's, that's one of my favorite. I'm a, I'm a, one of these days of summer, I'm just going to start heading north <laughs> until I find them in a, uh, <laughs> a convenience store somewhere. You can tell oh, no, the oh, border yeah. agent when they ask you why you're here and you're just like, I just want some fucking chips, dude. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> just I'm just like, quote them. All dressed chips. Season 12, episode, I think, four, Letter Kenny. It, it was the first one. It was first the first one? episode. It was? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're, uh, that's one of the primary flavors you get. You got like regular salt and vinegar, sour cream onion, and then you'd always have all dressed. And occasionally you'll get ketchup and dill pickle, or ketchup and dill pickle is a different kind, not ketchup and dill pickle, but. Yeah. Well, sorry. That's, that's why I thought about when we, oh, start, when we well. went off into beaver tail territory. I was like, I've never had all dressed chips. And apparently they're a thing. So I did look how much it would cost, like, order them online i was like i'd rather spend that amount like that much money in gas just to drive it myself yeah some things are like stupid expensive to buy online 
I'm just say no. Chips yeah. are one of them. And then just think, by the time they get there, they're going to be all crumbly. No, that's why they I have imagine. all that hair in there, apparently. Yeah, that's they're, they're protect, <laughs> yeah. cushioned. That's what they say, but they seem to be getting more air every time. Less chip, more. they need <laughs> mm-hmm. more cushion. <laughs> yeah. Those chips are becoming just need more a sturdier chip. Transport has gotten rougher. The um, yeah, the if the ones that I would recommend you get are uh, oh geez, the, the, the name is eluding me. It's the 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 ruffle uh, ruffles. Is that the brand? Ruffles is so, a brand. Yeah. I think they have the strongest seasoning of all dressed chips up here. The one with the is uh, it, ridges. Yeah, ruffles is, have is ridges. It, is it the actual, is it the strongest seasoning, or is it just more seasoning because there's more surface area because they're ruffled? Um. Does it Your make a difference? Will have more sensation. The old Dutch all dressed chips don't have as much flavoring on them. Lay's are all right, but an but old Dutch chip is is a pretty solid chip. I I'm not a Ruffles fan. I, they feel like they taste ah, hollow to me. I like Ruffles. Oh. oh, they have some like I feel like they have some bite to them. It sounds like Andy thinks this is going to be a terrible combination, so I don't know whether we should start him off on the strongest flavor. Oh, yeah. No, I, no. by all means, go by the strong, uh, strongest flavor. Like, it all sound great from the from the episode, like, but they never mentioned vinegar being in there. So you're not a salt oh, yeah. and vinegar guy? No, I'm, I'm not really. Unless I could have sworn they did salt and vinegar. Unless I've been drinking quite a bit, you know? Because I'll eat anything at that point. I'm pretty sure they did salt and vinegar. I think they did it after they sour talk- cream and onion. No, well, no, they talked about salt and vinegar. Too. But I guess when they decided to say, oh, this chip has it all, I didn't expect them to have even the bad things in there. You know? What? <laughs> what? what are the bad things? What's bad? Just the vinegar? S- salt and vinegar. Yes. Salt. You need <laughs> salt on a chip. <laughs> yeah, all chips have salt. That's fine. It's the vinegar. Okay. Ah. <sighs> Oh man, I feel like we need to have our own like reenactment of this debate because because honestly, I'm, I'm triggered. I really now. like this idea of vinegary <laughs> barbecue flavor. Like that sounds amazing. It's probably fine. Maybe you shouldn't have let off with that adjective. Uh, you have ketchup chips, right? Yes, I have heard. Uh, of them. I think I'm, I've had them. Yeah, I'm okay. a little suspect of them. There. In what way do you not? Are they tricking you in know. some way? Or? I don't know that they would be good. So I will I say you you've had I like them. ketchup chips. No, oh. I've heard of them. I like ketchup I chips a lot better than like most things you would put ketchup on. Like I know people that put ketchup on eggs. That's really yeah. It's yeah. disgusting. You get it's in the great. habit of doing that when you go to college and eat at the cafeteria because the eggs are not good. Yeah, and you need Garbage to like put something on it. Um, I ate a lot of ketchup when I was going to. Yeah, I think it's like so dry. It's like, like okay. really rubbery and there's like Hang no on. flavor to it. You also need to quantify what kind of egg that you're putting them on. I'm saying like scrambled. scrambled. Chicken eggs. Scrambled egg, fine. But like eggs benedict? Oh, hell no. There's already you know, a yeah, sauce. No, I've never seen, yeah, I've never seen anyone put it on eggs benedict. I'm just saying, you gotta, it's usually scrambled you gotta eggs. quantify what egg you're putting it on. But, but even like even like on hash browns, putting like okay, ketchup, ketchup on hash on browns. a nice crispy no. diny diny. No, diny. I don't Diner? even. I'm diny? not even diny? that. I don't really like ketchup that much, but on those like really greasy, like crisp hash browns, it needs a little squiggle of ketchup. It's just part of it. 
Because it's just like French fries. It's breakfast fries. It's all hash browns. I never eat ketchup with my French fries. The presentation is different. Sure. You do a different presentation with the ketchup. No, okay. Here's the deal. Like with a French fry, you can control on on each bite how much ketchup you get. Right? But once you put that ketchup on the hash browns, it's done for. You can put it on the side. I have a light hand and I. (laughs) Who's going to dip hash browns? But you are in control of how much ketchup you're putting down. You have it in your hand. I never put it on there. I just have really strong hands. I just a bottle excuse the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, what if what if you got the glass bottle, the Heinz fifty seven that you got to hit oh. in a certain spot, and it's not a squeeze bottle? That one's a little a more. Um, that one's a little more questionable because you could have a big. There's, old... take, there's some there's some technique to that. Yeah, I think there's a, a lot to learn there. Was it? All right. Was it, well, anyways, that's what was it. Andrew, that was my story. we went to a restaurant, and I think you were you you were gonna put ketchup or something, and you were. Gonna use a squeeze bottle like and was. you squeezed it you squeezed it upside down and the ketchup <laughs> put like out over your shoulder. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say that doesn't sound like Annie because he <laughs> doesn't seem to like ketchup very much, but it's a great mental picture. I'm trying to think. I feel like that's something that would have mortified me. <laughs> but it seems familiar. So I don't know. Maybe I was there, but it wasn't me. Because it was the, it was like the, the inverted ketchup bottles, and he grabbed, he grabbed it and like shook it and <laughs> like went to squeeze. <laughs> Going back to my college cafeteria, real quick. Once he mentioned the inverted bottles, I think it was me actually. Oh, oh really? <laughs> That's amazing. I was like, you have buried oh, it deep was- inside. You don't want to remember it. No. Uh, Why would you need a bottle like that? It actually is a lot easier. Why can't you just have a normal fucking bottle? It's easier to control the ketchup out of the squeeze. Well, not for is you. It? <laughs> not if you know if you don't know what end it comes out. It's, it's not, not like very a trick. <laughs> I don't understand how you didn't know what end it came out. It looks like the flat, the flat like nozzle. Yeah, you just lift it up. Because it was like both ends looked like they both... It was basically just a tube. Yeah, but one end has an opening and one end does not. Okay. I I can picture it now. You got... Like those ones at uh, the Subway restaurants where they got... Where they got like all of like the mayo, the mustard. Yeah. All the things. just a tube. You just squeeze it. Yeah, okay. There was no long pointed nozzle on one end. It was just a little... No, yeah. A a tiny orifice. You don't get this. I'm not giving this to you. Like... One side has a cap, the other side does not. I think Look, I was just saying you can't go back in time and examine this <laughs> bottle and really see who's in the wrong here. But just imagine I was probably hungry. Oh God! And I was, you he know, was shaking a hundred places. I just need this ketchup. <laughs> just, and he's not hungry. He's not hungry at all while he's shaking the ketchup. <laughs> I had um, kind of the same thing happen, but I think this is actually worse. And this was college cafeteria. Probably the same time that I was eating my rubbery ketchup eggs. One of my friends got one of those Adwala, like, green ones, those green food smoothies. Love Adwala. Superfoods. Which is one of the only... Do you know how much sugar is in those those things? I don't need to know. I drank a lot of those when I was in college because they were palatable. Um, They're great. Mango... The mango is my favorite. And uh, the sea monster. The was green great. one's a little grainy. 
um, which I know for sure because we were talking. She got distracted. She went to shake it, but she forgot to put the lid on. So she just shook green juice all over fucking all of us at the. <laughs> green juice. And like that's at least you didn't get ketchup on anyone. You didn't like just splatter um, green juice in like this arc around you. <laughs> so when I was in elementary school, we there was like one year in fourth grade. For some reason, they decided to go with a different milk distributor. <laughs> and rather than having a carton of milk, we had little bags of milk. Oh, bags Do you guys remember that at all? That's- I mean, Canada still has uh, bag bag milk. It was like 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 if you're playing cornhole, it's like, but your bag is filled with milk. Like a Capri Sun comes in a bag, but it has like structure, whereas like the milk bag does it, not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you know what I'm talking talking about. about. All right, so this came out and it was entirely novel, especially for fourth graders. Uh, My cousin and I were in the same class at that time, and they didn't do it at the beginning of the year. Like, they kind of switched it up in the middle of the year. Surprised you? And so, like, they're like, oh, make sure you cover the end. Make sure you cover the end of the straw when you (laughs) stick it in there. He, He didn't, he didn't, and milk went everywhere. This sounds very that's complicated. All I from those. It is complicated, especially for fourth graders. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> I have two, I, mean, I have only I have three distinct memories from fourth grade, and one of them does involve someone superheating a cup of noodles and then putting it <laughs> on top of. We had like the trash cans with these tops on. And you put them on the on the top of the trash can that was plastic, and fucking there's a. It's probably still oh, there. He melted it. <laughs> Um, so I don't think fourth graders are great at food because one of my other memories involves me puking in like we all puked a lot for no reason. After I felt McDonald's like in fourth in the, grade in the parking or someone's driveway. Well, no, I did that too, but this was just I just seem to remember I definitely puked in the teacher's like little office room, and I remember probably at least four to five other people puking that year as well. So maybe it's a fourth grade thing. And the other memory I have is. I don't remember how this happened exactly, but the guy I was sitting next to, out of fucking nowhere, suddenly just stabbed himself in the neck with his mechanical pencil. Fourth grade was a weird time. So I can, like, the milk makes sense that it was fourth grade that this happened. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. But apparently it's normal for Peter. Uh, Well, but like, bags of milk is like, you get like a. Uh, a quart? So how how big is a quart? There'd be two liters here. A quart's a lot. What? Do you pour it? Because like they have that in Europe too. It goes inside of a metal. It goes inside like a big plastic jug, and then you just snip the end off, and then you pour that out. So you have to have the jug. No, yeah. I'm talking about but like I'm, there's little, little ones too. Little milks you get with your lunch. Uh, you get those, and you just stick a straw in it. No, I've never seen those in the plastic. It's because it's a bad it idea. It is a bad yeah. idea. Are smarter. Especially for kids. They have little carton, little mini cartons, or sometimes they have a little plastic, uh, plastic cup with a little foil lid that you peel off. Oh uh, yeah, that I remember that. No, the the milk bag, especially for fourth graders. I just don't trust a fourth grader with anything. At this point, they're just giving water balloons filled with milk. They, they really are fourth graders. And like. I'm That's worse. Something must have stomped on one, and it just went everywhere. 
I'm this, sure they, they, they do like that with cartons. Milk. Oh, they do. That's true. Oh. I, I, and they do that when they're in middle school. Like for some reason, uh, that's one reason. Like that was like one of the the big arguments at the middle school when they renovated it. When I was working there, was to get rid of the lockers because somebody had left milk. And they couldn't figure out where the smell was in each of the lockers. This is like my Tuesday. And because they're not supposed to um, search the lockers. Oh, God. Right? It just like, and then when they finally found it, like somebody spilt it. So it was all over the hallway. And, <laughs> and yeah, middle so, schoolers like, already smell bad because that's about when they start getting BO. Sixth grade-ish. But they don't know but it. They're for not sure a while. yet. And you haven't had the talk. Like someone came to my fucking classroom and talked to us about deodorant. Yeah, well, the boys, the boys, uh, you know, we use the Axe body spray, and then the girls oh, use a lot of perfume too, and then it just the Victoria's Secret and, and um, Bath and Body Works were uh, cucumber yeah. melon was hot in my time, probably not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria's Secret was if you're naughty, if you're a good girl, you get the Bath and Body Works. That's right. Very wholesome. We were all we were all going to an Adventist school, so we almost all had Bath and Body Works. But <laughs> <laughs> so the cucumber melon was the cucumber melon was, was the hot. one for, for the Bath and Body Works. Yeah, that was that was the scent. I feel like of like seventh and eighth grade for me. And when I went to high school, I got actual perfume. But do you guys call it Old Dutch Wallet down there? We definitely don't, because that's toilet water. <laughs> yeah. And it just doesn't sound like that's, something that's I want to put, put on myself. I think it I probably like says. Like, where, where? Yeah, yeah. I think it just it says, says it on the oh. bottle, but we would just call it, Don't call it perfume or cologne. Because I guess we had to sexualize it. Uh, yeah, like apply a gin and mirror. <laughs> Needless gendered. <laughs> it's like it's just some smelly thing you put on yourself. But only only men can wear cologne. Only men can only wear men cologne. Can wear yeah, so don't even think about wearing cucumber melon. Although oh, the, it smells nice. It was just a body nice. spray. It wasn't called perfume, I think. So it was open oh. for everyone. Okay. Bath and Body Works was inclusive. Yeah, that was for that time. <laughs> In that time? Right. That was ages ago. <laughs> they didn't even probably did not realize they were being inclusive at the time. I uh, know. <laughs> it was funny, too, because all of the, like, I could see the fashion starting to swing back around to... Stuff is popping up from when I was in high school, so maybe cucumber melon will make a comeback as well. I, I I'm pretty sure I've had like hand soap be cucumber melon. They still yeah. make it. It just doesn't have the hold on my memory as it did in seventh and eighth grade. Oh, okay. Because we we were learning how to not smell at that time, and it was a whole brave new world for us. I'm still learning how to not smell. I feel like I still do smell sometimes, and I. It's just my stupid body. That is a parenthood confession I have for you guys. Ooh. Don't don't have enough time for showers. Oh. So I don't shower as often as I used to. Don't don't you work from home? That's yep. also a depression yeah. trick. Wait. Oh, that too. I know that smell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to like Yeah, I mean Martin's right, working from home is just like, well, I don't need Well it's I'm like not seeing anyone today. I don't need to shower. It's fine. And when I'm at home I don't like change into like different clothes and wear well, like my leisure pants or bed <laughs> like because i was you know working from home trying to write my dissertation and stuff and i would just kind of roll out of bed and come sit here 
and whatever I wore to bed. Because why would right. I put on pants? And a, I mean, I'm wearing pants, but soft pants. Especially with the cats, because I just like, why do I want to get my nice clothes furry? Look, so Peter here likes to mountain bike. Maybe yes. you should take more. Sh- well, it's winter time. What? Well, hold no, on. He had, these, he, he had these pair of shorts that I think were designed for biking. Oh, like wicking? Yeah. When, uh, yeah, no. they're moisture wicking and everything. And then yeah, I remember just... going I remember going on a backpacking trip with him at one point, and he was wearing these shorts the entire trip, which is fine. You're backpacking. Uh. Um, and then I saw him maybe half a year or so later down California, and we went on a camping trip down there. And he hadn't washed those shorts since that time, so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he also doesn't do laundry very often. <laughs> I think, so at some point I wore them into the ocean as well. Oh, God. And I was like, I got to go clean now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're like, I'm just going to go camping. They're just going to get dirty again. It's a, it's a dirty experience. The crunchy yeah. lifestyle. They're like literally yeah. crunchy because they're like full of salt. Well, they were actually, it was... They're meant to be like indestructible, um, made from. Um, they seem to be, because uh, honestly, they never smelled. I still have them and I still wear them like all the time. They're still my. Bike have shorts. you washed them yet? I occasionally, like I think I went biking and it was muddy, and it just got like totally like mud stains all up the ass. <laughs> so I, ha- I have washed them a couple of times, and because the 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 buckles on the sides are like big plastic uh, like clip buckles. They, when they're in the dryer, they just make a whole oh, yeah. ton of rackets just banging around. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, from a company called Roach, which sold sort of mounting bike, like clothing and armor uh, back in the 90s. That's a real They're going to like sponsor a... us. Well, oh, is that ready? They're going to sponsor us. Like only after person this that, um... They got bought out by a bigger company later on. And the fashion designer who actually made them passed away about four or five years ago i think was, well well never kind of sad it was like oh <laughs> you're like oh he made my favorite shorts yep i don't know there's still people see people wearing that old roach gear because it doesn't apparently it doesn't get destroyed like it's it's fine mm-hmm. i'm gonna say that's a the only person on hair. this podcast that seems to mountain bike is our very occasional special guest so i don't know if it's the best sponsor <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'd be fine. I think. Wait, no. Did not. Did Neil? I thought Neil mentioned he went mountain biking sometimes. Well, Neil's the kind of guy who's me. done everything at some point for some amount of time. Yeah, the one anomaly of Neil is his uh, large experience with yoga and teaching yoga. That did not line up with my uh, my worldview of who Neil is. But then he was completely unhelpful when I said, hey, I'm getting really dizzy while I'm doing yoga. And he's like, that sucks. <laughs> well, he's not a fucking doctor. Come I thought on. he would have some yogi, like maybe some good he's suggestions like, oh. of good like poses. Or, I don't know. Yeah. And I, he was just like, oh, that sucks. It's like, cool. Glad you've done all that yoga. <laughs> I mean, he is. Oh, I feel like if you're getting vertigo doing yoga, you should probably check. Like a doctor out, right? Well, currently I don't have health insurance either. <laughs> well. Because I really thought my job would have started a while ago. Look, Neil's a sensible guy. He just knows his limitations. Neil's a man of many oh. interests. He, he doesn't do it for very long, but he has a lot of interests. 
I will never forget. And this, I think maybe it was from two years ago at this point, that one of his New Year's resolutions was to write a book, which I thought was funny because he never read a book for a book club. Look, writers that's not, don't That's read. not true. He he read the cue. Oh, uh, for my time. That's probably why he never like, read another book club uh, book. Neil likes making things. Neil does like I, making things. I, I, I have a similar drive of, I yeah, I don't really read all that much, but I also want to write a book. See, and I, I read using so much of Chat GPT AI to help me write some stuff. Hmm. So that'll be fun. Um, that's, what's that's your a, What's your experience with that? Because uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of, I guess, memes about it, but I've never actually jumped in to see what it's about. Um, we've looked into it a bit at work recently, and I did a game jam for about a week last year uh, using just the AI software to see how much it can do on its own. And so mm-hmm. I tried to get it to like make some games by just telling it what to make uh so like i started out getting it to make tic-tac-toe and within like two or three minutes it had written tic-tac-toe for me and i was like huh i just told it to make that and it made it and then i tried to get it to do some more complex stuff of like moving a car around the on the screen and it kind of got lost at that point so i scaled it back and it kind of described a card game where you battle monsters by playing car playing poker hands out of a deck of cards, and I got it to eventually make this game. Uh, it's not, it doesn't know everything, and it's very confident about what, uh, it speaks confidently about things that it's not certain of, or that it doesn't know if it's certain of, because um, it's not really based on uh, truth or, or facts or logic. It's based on sort of predictive things of what it thinks might be the next word in the sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so things do go all right go a little bit squirrely when it's yeah it's it, my experience was a, it's about five to ten percent wrong on everything <laughs> but you can use it if you know what you're doing you can get it to make stuff for you um i was actually just using it last week because you can you can give it information and ask it to describe what it is and so you could like give it a block of code and say hey what does this do and it'll explain it back to you in english and so i had a bunch of code that was doing some complex math and like ah it's been 15 years since I did this math in school. I don't know anymore. So I just dumped it <laughs> in. I'm like, hey, what's this do? And it's like, oh, it's rotating it by 90 degrees on this axis. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you. Becoming a coworker. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really a, it's an assistant, really, is what it is. It's an ass Jeeves. You can't let it, you can't just set it and forget it. You have to, like, You have to know what you're manage doing. Manage it. But it can help you. Yeah, what was actually funny is when, it, when we first heard about it, we gave it all of our programming tests that we do for interviews. And it was like, okay, like these are the questions that we normally ask all of our candidates that are coming in. So we asked it all of them, and all of the answers were pretty good. I was like, oh, yeah, I would hire this person given these answers. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got some friends in school that are in like philosophy that are kind of deal with how do we restructure our courses to handle the future where an AI can write like the term papers for everyone now. God, there's always how do you, how do you something restructure learning? about how to cheat, I guess. Yeah. Huh. I didn't even think that far ahead. I'm supposed to be working in education. It's the change is coming. Uh maybe uh Hannah's like, how can I advise people on their educational path using this now? No, so I, I don't like I don't house. like I don't like cheating. 
because the classes I've I taught are say really it's cheating. I'd say it's it's using a tool. I don't find that now... like you asking it the question, but like using it to write a paper feels like cheating. Maybe writing a paper is kind of pointless. Depends on the paper and what you want to do. Kind of on Peter's side on this one. <laughs> I feel like if you're in an advanced science lab, you should learn how to write a paper because that's one of the main things you do if you want to be a scientist. Mm-hmm. It's job skills. The what I wonder is like the the scope of people's work is start, will, will change over time. <laughs> yeah, as these tools become more prevalent. I can't like we no longer it have, at all, but like receptionists, that kind of job is going to go away. As no, you'll just have an AI assistant. That's like we already have that with the Google phones. Like the AI assistant will pick up your phone and talk to whoever's calling you and send you a transcript of it. As someone who uh-huh. was a receptionist in a weird time of my life, that makes me kind of sad because it's a perfect job for a weird in-between time of your life. Yeah, great great transition is coming with And uh, the AI won't cry if it gets yelled at by the customer. Yep. But it will not Wait, be very understanding hang either. On. Hannah, is there, is there a story? I never cried, but like some... I worked for an endocrinologist. That was my receptionist job. And just some of the like endocrine disorders side effects are being extremely cranky. <laughs> so uh, I've had a lot of different kind of people that way. I only cried okay. once at work, but it was for a completely different reason. And it was in secret. I assume people that are dealing with medical stuff like that are always going to have being a bit of a hair trigger with their emotions. Well, it's hard too because at this place, she was the only endocrinologist in like a 200 mile radius. So, like, she was fucking booked too. So, if they wanted an appointment, it'd be like, gotta wait a while. <laughs> like, and they always want something right away. I actually enjoyed that job. I didn't mind talking to them, but yeah, you definitely got yelled out a bit over the phone. <laughs> Just like, it. it's one of those things that, like, that. That kind of yelling doesn't affect me as much because I'm just like, meh, I can't do anything differently. And I know I've had this experience before that if you are nice, people will actually try to help you out. And if you are mean, whatever. And like, since she was uh, such a busy doctor, after I'd worked there a couple months, she also gave me the permission to fire patients if they were being too like rude on the phone. Just be like, well, go somewhere else. She will not see you anymore. How does that work when you fire someone as a patient? I hear about this all the time. Well, she's... Do you just say, sorry, we're not working with you anymore? Basically. Hmm. Send a referral. Send them back to their general practitioner, I guess, for this. And then have fun you send driving. Them back and be like, yeah, they're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but they're really not. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's fair. I mean, I, I do that with students. If they were having a rough day or we're just struggling to to have it be like you know what I'm gonna invite you to try again tomorrow and then so and so like if things think progress be like I'm gonna invite you to try again next week I'm gonna invite you to try again next month and be like you know what we'll try I'm again gonna next stop year. inviting you no you gotta stop yeah. eventually and so but um like I never did fire a patient but it was nice that she trusted me enough to be like you can like you don't have to your job doesn't have to involve you being yelled at the whole day. 
Well, if you're the only one around, like I know I it was have to. it was tough because she w- there was one in Tri Cities actually, but apparently he was really bad, so no one wanted to go to him. Wait, hold on now. Hmm. So this is in Walla Walla. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you said 200 miles, you're lying. Uh, I feel like the next closest one might have been Legrand. That's not 200 miles away. I don't remember anymore. That's not even 100 miles away. It's an annoying trip, though. I had this vision of you living in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming, or North Dakota. When have I ever done that? I don't know. I was trying to figure that out for the longest time during this conversation. I mean, you lived in our visited Oklahoma, so we don't know your story, as you pointed out to us so eloquently earlier. Yeah. Okay, so as you guys did with the Taco Time, or not Taco Time, uh, Taco Bell episode the other day. Taco Time. Oh, that that one episode we already talked about fast food. Oh, that narrows it down. Yeah. Where you all search for how far are we from the nearest Taco Bell. We need to all search now. How far are we to the closest endocrinologist? (laughs) Because apparently it's 200 miles. I'll do it right now. Okay, Okay. that might not be right, but I feel like people came from the Grand to Walla Walla to go see her. It's because they got fired by their previous endocrinologist. Well, I doubt it because uh, I, I think she took all their patients. She took all their patients because she was like good, and so like they probably were like, "Please come back." How far am I from an endocrinologist? I feel like not far. Wow, yeah. I am closer to an endocrinologist than I am a Taco Bell. That's probably good. Where's your nearest endocrinologist? <laughs> it is. Let me go. This is by way of driving. 51.9 miles. And I was like 53 miles away from a Taco Bell. So. You could do I have to make a, two trips. I have to make a right turn. Go to tie it in. Before the Taco Bell. So I almost passed the Taco Bell to get to the endocrinologist. You passed the Safeway oh, and the Starbucks if you're going to the place I think you should go. Hang on. I got one, two, three, four. I have like six here. Hannah, you lie. I don't lie. There were other endocrinologists. She was just the best. So if something's wrong with your uh, thyroid, go see Dr. No, you said that you said you were 200 miles away from the nearest. 200, I was wrong, but I don't feel like there were. (laughs) You're going to get a lot of scrutiny. Hannah, (laughs) ignore the rest of everything you said. You lied. I I don't think there were other endocrinologists in Walla Walla at the time. There are, looks like, two at St. Mary's. Me, it's 63 kilometers away. Mine's two. So that's about. 35 miles? There's yeah, about that. two at the Back clinic. There's two and at the clinic one now? one at the VA, yeah. Well, the VA doesn't uh, count. I can't go to the VA. So now they're just looking at Google it's Maps. It's there. This whole thing is going to devolve. <laughs> I just... I didn't know we had that many endocrinologists or endocrinological problems in the valley, so... Diabetes right. is huge. Yeah. 50, 60... 70% were diabetic patients coming in to see her, which I imagine would get boring. It's one of the reasons why I decided I didn't want to be a doctor. It's okay. I don't know well, what you are a doctor. I not want to be an MD. Oh, okay. Well, she doesn't work there anymore, <sighs> so I guess it doesn't matter. Well. Well, with that, I guess think- we should wrap it up. Yeah, we've got to wrap it up or do something. I don't know. We've talked about all dress chips, and that's that's about it. That was a highlight for Andrew. That's for damn sure. My doctor's still there, though. 
You let me open this up and look this up. So now I'm reliving. Hannah, you're you're a fucking so freight train. You too. All right. Well, Peter, you are the guest on this episode. Would you like to take my job and see if you could do a better job of summarizing oh. this episode? <laughs> I'm just going to make yeah, you do all so the work. This is one of the things I, sh- I should have predicted this and I should have been planning it. All right. So today we learned Andrew is looking for a, a paired couple's tattoo of a sort. Uh, Hannah will soon be getting a tattoo. Uh, Marty, we learned, maybe needs a tattoo. Actually, I think, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> this is the tattoo episode? Yeah, this is the tattoo episode, and I don't have any tattoos, but maybe one day. See, Marty, that's how you got to do it. That was quick. That was to the point. He got in, got out. That didn't that didn't encapsulate, like, a lot of variety of this episode. We that's learned okay. a lot more than that. Oh, Marty. Marty's, right. like, <laughs> feeling like he needs to do it better. You learned a little bit about my house woes. Um, oh, he works there now? Okay, guys, we need to... <laughs> you learned all about Hannah's medical employment history? It's not as interesting as my farming history, but... <laughs> <laughs> it is the only real job I've ever had, besides going to school and academia. Uh, I can't remember what else we learned this week. Because we don't learn anything, Peter. Oh, no, we this learned isn't an educational podcast. Oh, we, we learned some... about the mystery spell smells in Hannah's apartment. We learned about the Australians that don't wear shirts and still do roofing. About Peter, yeah. Also, the, that's way too long to get your siding done. But good hot we, goss. Look, I'm just good hot goss. If you're wearing yeah. a shirt while roofing, you're probably gonna be at a higher risk of heat stroke. It's safer for them to not wear shirts. When I worked for my dad in Fresno over the summer, we always kept our shirts on. And what we would do... Were you on a roof? No, but I was up by the eaves in the sun. What, like, we always did was just, like, we got old shirts, wet them in water, and just wrapped them around our heads to keep us cool. Yeah, one of the guys was doing that, That actually. That works really well, actually. So you can keep your damn shirt on. That uh, evaporative cooling right there. Mm Basically. Science. What do we mean? Basically, that's exactly. what it is. Okay, there we <laughs> go. Basically, exactly. So, Peter, you're getting the full experience of you get shit on for not doing good enough job. So we have to no, redo I've it. Said he did Marty, great. You're he the one that first shit one on was Mar- good. Mar- Mar- shit on you're me. the guy and who came in and was like, "It's not good yeah. enough." And and so then we have to redo it, and then it goes off the rails. And this is why we can't end podcasts. Marty, this is all time. your fault. So I'm just. I'm, just I'm giving him, him the full experience of being a guest here. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to know what it feels like to be me. Can it come back, Peter? <laughs> I'll be Marty, back you know exactly point. how it feels to be you. <laughs> Wait, All right. Wrap this podcast up and then enjoy not being Marty, everybody. You want, right. you want to do the uh, sign oh, out too? Oh, the so- we're going to no. do the socials. Uh, okay. Uh, don't, don't forget. There's to no subs- point in doing the socials. I don't know what no they are one, No one's on them. It's not that we just do this podcast to have fun between ourselves. Actually, I, I did hear one of my former students is an avid listener. So, Dom, thank you for still listening after all these years. Wow. So, thank you for that. Shout so out. We, we, got a, we got a listener in Chicago. Kids going places. Oh, he's worldly. Uh, listening information. 
Well, so like whenever I see someone from Chicago, I assume it's my sister or my my sister's husband's family. We could have multiple listeners no. in Chicago. Yeah, I, I guess so. We're we're gonna grow in in that in that area. So we can go on tour we'll to Chicago. All right, so there's point to doing the socials. Live on location at the Giant Bean. Plans are optional. Is the Giant Bean in Chicago? Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking of the St. Louis Arch. St. Louis? Whatever. Yep. Why isn't this done yet? Marty! I, I, I don't know how to end it. Face, Facebook, plans are optional. are optional. Twitter, Twitter optional, optional plans. plans. <laughs> You've found us because you're listening to us in your favorite podcasting platform. Hit us up on Discord, something yeah. along those lines. Well, Discord, it's on the Facebook page, so message us on there. We'll get you in the Discord. Um, next week, I'm out, unless we go later again. Tom, That's what you said last Tom week. Tom should be back, but we'll see about, you know, we'll see, who's going to be Neil next week. We'll see, because he was supposed to be back week. this week, too. We'll see what happens to Tom. Look, we have an attendance problem here. Are you keeping track? Hannah. <laughs> I've been really good. You're good. You're I really am not going to be here in it's two like, weeks. Because <laughs> she doesn't have anything else to do. What does she have to do in the morning? A job? <laughs> we don't do this in the morning. Yeah. I would still be awake if I was going to work tomorrow. Hannah, you're missing your cue. <laughs> Hello, Chicago! That's not it. Bye! Bye! <laughs>